Are you a woman in the middle? You're in the right place. I'm Susie Rosenstein, and you are listening to the Women in the Middle podcast, episode number 19. Imagine loving your life after 50 and feeling energized and excited about your future. Welcome to the Women in the Middle podcast, the podcast for women who are ready to figure out what they want and create the life they deserve. Here's your host and master certified life coach, Susie Rosenstein. Hey there, so glad you're here for this week's episode, which is all about one of everyone's favorite holidays, Thanksgiving. What I'm talking about this week is thinking about what you can do to make sure that you don't have regrets about the holiday. But before we go there, I just have to share two more winners of a free hour of coaching. As you may recall, winners are drawn from those of you amazing women in the middle out there who have gone into iTunes and left me a review, a review about this podcast. And this week's first winner left her review on August 13th, and she goes by Learn and Grow. She writes, great podcast full of practical advice. Susie is so much fun to listen to. Can't wait to hear what future episodes have in store. So that was from Learn and Grow. So thank you so much, Learn and Grow. That was a wonderful review. I really, really appreciate it. Our second winner is H.A. White, who left her review on October 5th. She writes, Paradigm Change, this podcast is right on time. I'm 48, and I was feeling like I needed a different perspective on people, places, and things, and was feeling like I was on an island amongst my local acquaintances. I'm ready to live a life of radical amazement, and I believe your podcast is going to help me get moving. Wow. Thank you so much. That was from H.A. White. And our first winner was Learn and Grow. Thank you guys so, so much. Please email me a quick note at Susie at womeninthemiddlepodcast.com to get your scheduling link for your free hour of coaching. I can't tell you guys how grateful I am that you're enjoying this podcast. It's become so obvious to me that as Women in the Middle, we need a little help to make sure we live the lives we really, really want to live on purpose. In fact, I like to say that I'm on a mission to help women get excited about their lives, to stop thinking, shit, I'm old and there's so much I can't do. Two, I'm just getting started and there's so much I can do even at your age, even as a woman in the middle. So ladies, we're in this together. All right, so let's dive into this week's topic, how to regret-proof Thanksgiving. And as you can imagine, what we're really talking about is how to regret-proof your holidays. It doesn't necessarily have to be Thanksgiving. It's really no surprise. No one wants to regret anything during Thanksgiving or any holiday, not the food, not the folks, not the fun. And as we all know, the holiday season pretty much gets kicked off with Thanksgiving weekend. Thanksgiving is loaded with huge significance and tradition, no matter your background. It's a huge deal. And I have to tell you that the whole Thanksgiving thing is something I miss quite a bit living in Canada. The Canadian Thanksgiving is not a big deal in the way that Thanksgiving is in the States. In Canada, we celebrate Thanksgiving on the second Monday of October. It's the same weekend as Columbus Day in the States. 
Thanksgiving in Canada is also a harvest celebration, and there's also a festive meal and family time. But culturally, it's just not the same thing. It's a lot of people don't even really, I don't know, maybe it's not that they don't care about it, but it's just like it kind of just goes by unnoticed by many people. It is a stat holiday, though. And most, you know, we all love a stat holiday. I would say that lots of Canadians use the weekend as a time to close the cottage. Now, that is a Canadian thing. That's a Canadian tradition. But the American Thanksgiving celebration, now we're talking about something that's so important to so many people. And growing up in the States, it was a huge part of my childhood, too. I grew up in Pennsylvania and was very involved in a high school marching band, the North Penn Marching Knights. There was always a football game on Thanksgiving in the morning. And of course, the band played at the football game. After all of this, the football game, the marching band performance, we would come home to a fire in the fireplace, the wonderful smell of turkey in the air, and the sound of football games on TV. (laughs) And if you were a kid at college, you would most likely be going home for Thanksgiving. It was a four-day weekend after all. In Canada, it's only a three-day weekend. And the second Monday in October, you haven't even been at university that long. But Thanksgiving at the end of November, you have been at university for a while. You have been away and everybody went home unless you live the other side of the world or something like that. But you really did go home for Thanksgiving. And if you had a friend that didn't have a place to go, you brought that friend home too. The house would just smell so good. My mom is a particularly good cook. She never let anyone help her in the kitchen, though. Definitely a little bit of a control freak, but that's okay. (laughs) If you were really on your game, though, you would know exactly when to start hovering around the kitchen as the turkey was being carved so you could snag some of that perfectly seasoned and crispy skin before anyone else even knew it was available. (laughs) But my favorite thing every year was definitely my mom's perfectly blended mashed potatoes. Oh, my God, they're just so creamy, so delicious. We would sit down for Thanksgiving dinner, usually late in the afternoon. Every year, same food, same folks, same fun. Now, I still drove home for Thanksgiving quite a few years after moving up here to Toronto until one horrible snowstorm that turned that eight and a half hour drive into a 12 hour drive. And then that was it. The unpredictability of the weather turned us off. And from that point on, we decided to do our big family visit in the summer instead. So I really do miss Thanksgiving. After we stopped heading home for the holiday, I came up with a new tradition. And for years, I would take the day off from work and watch Thanksgiving Day parades on TV instead. Not bad. But this year, something better has come up. This year, I discovered a new group to join. This year, I discovered how to have a wonderful American-style Thanksgiving. The group I'm talking about has been around for a 100 years. Now, I've been in Canada for 34 years, and I didn't discover them until this year, which I can't really figure out how that happened, but that's what happened. And they're called the American Women's Club of Toronto. 
And we're having a Thanksgiving dinner together with all of our American accents, women from so many different states who all ended up here in Toronto for one reason or another. We each wear a name tag with our state of origin, and it is so much fun. Actually, we wear these name tags at every meeting. We've all found each other, and it's like a little piece of home. And I'm really excited about it. No more regrets about missing out on Thanksgiving for me. But what about you and the regrets you might be worried about? That's what I'm talking about. The regrets you might be worried about are most likely the feelings that can ruin your holiday. The feelings that can ruin Thanksgiving, like disappointment, like overwhelm, like stress. Lots of stress, especially for you women in the middle who are typically busy with the majority of the preparations, the cooking, the baking, the decorating, the shopping. I believe in the possibility of what I like to call regret proofing. In the nutshell, regret proofing is making sure you don't have regrets about what you did or didn't do, what you said or didn't say, what you tried or didn't try, or what you changed or didn't change. Now, I love this term because it easily applies to so many important experiences, phases, transitions, and milestones in your life. You can regret-proof your career. You can regret-proof your relationships. You can regret-proof yourself. You can regret-proof your 50th birthday. You can regret-proof your empty nest. You can regret-proof your weight. You can regret-proof your life. And you can regret-proof your holidays. It doesn't matter which holiday either. It could be a civic holiday like July 4th or Memorial Day. It could be a religious holiday. The point is that Thanksgiving is a family holiday and you will be with loved ones to celebrate and feast together. And when it comes to regret-proofing Thanksgiving, there's a lot to consider. Now, of course, there's travel, there's reflection, there's tradition, family time, and festive meals. And for Thanksgiving, there's also football in lots of families. And it's no surprise that there's also a ton to do, to cook, and to plan. And this list is especially long for women in the middle. You have your kids, you have your grandkids, you've got your own parents, you've got to cook the meal. You're totally juggling a lot. Now, based on anecdotal evidence, here's what I see and hear as some of the major stress points. Women in the middle are worried about things like this. I have nothing to wear. This person doesn't get along with that person. It will all cost too much money. All of the travel plans will be a mess somehow. Maybe the weather, maybe the travel delays. I'm worried about safety with all these planes, trains, and automobiles. I have too much to do. How can I make this holiday more meaningful? I don't know. I won't even be able to relax. The food won't be good. There won't be enough food. My loved ones who lost somebody recently may feel alone and sad. I don't know what to do with them. Someone will drink too much and cause a problem. I'm exhausted because of the amount of cooking and prep. My back's going to kill me. I hope I'm not in too much pain. And I hope I'm not too busy and tired to actually enjoy my family. I have a feeling that some of those things you're worried about too. For sure, there's a lot that goes into making a warm and wonderful holiday experience for your family. And of course, you want everything to be smooth, the food to be delicious, and the family time to be relaxed. And I'm sure you don't want any drama, no weird arguments, or crazy behavior. 
And if you felt appreciated for all of your effort to make things so wonderful for your family, even better. There's a chance there will be some glitches, of course. You will most likely spend more money than you anticipated. The grocery store could run out of apple or pumpkin pie, or maybe a key ingredient for something that you're making. The turkey could be dry. Your wonderful kids could sneak and eat all the cookies before you've had a chance to put them out. Someone will have an argument that you'll be drawn into. Or you could forget the cranberry sauce or run out of milk. For sure, there'll be red wine staining your tablecloth. Aunt Betty could trip and fall on her way into your home. And I'm just having a flashback to the one family holiday where my nephew locked himself into the bathroom and the firemen had to come to the rescue. Because you're organized and started cooking way in advance, though, you could actually be more tired from stretching out all of the preparation over a longer period of time. So how do you go about regret-proofing? What can you do to make sure that you don't have regrets about Thanksgiving? The answer, my friends, is to deal with one thought at a time. I know you're already a great planner. I know. Look at what you manage to do on a regular basis. I'm pretty sure your thoughts can use some work, though. And you're not alone. We're all in the same boat. Remember, thoughts create feelings. You can actually decide how you want to feel during the holidays and create that feeling with your thoughts. This is possible because thoughts are optional. You can do this in advance on purpose. And I know it sounds crazy, but learning this skill is a game changer. It can change your life. And the reason is because thoughts are just sentences in your mind. They aren't facts, but we like to think that they're facts, that there's nothing we can do about them. And this just isn't true. So much of we think is really a thought. It's a thought about a fact or a circumstance or something that's happened. And all thoughts create feelings. You don't just feel a certain way willy-nilly. You feel a certain way because of what you're thinking. What you end up doing is always based on how you feel. What you do or don't do, that is, it's always based on feelings and the outcome or results that you create with your actions will prove your thoughts every time. So you might be thinking, yes, 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 this is all good on paper, Susie, give me a break. And that is where true mindfulness comes in. It's a beautiful thing because with awareness, you learn that you can spend your time thinking what you want to think. With awareness, you learn that you can spend your time feeling what you want to feel. With awareness and practice, that is, you don't just have to respond. You can press pause. I like to think of it as actually pressing a pause button. You can decide. You can decide what you want. You can create what you want. So let's imagine that stupid grocery store is out of pie. Your wacky relatives act up and the turkey is bone dry. Even with no pie, the wild relatives, and the dry turkey, you get to decide how you want to feel because you can decide what you want to think. You don't have to be whiny, cranky pants. You don't have to be angry. You don't have to be disappointed to the point that you're distracted and unhappy. But you increase your odds of creating the experience you want when you think about what you want in advance. Then you have a head start. 
You get to decide how you want to feel in advance on purpose. It can be an intentional thing. Here's what I mean. First, ask yourself, how do I want to feel during this holiday? How do I want to feel? Feelings don't just float and take over your body without your permission. I know it feels like that, though. How you're going to feel isn't up to chance. It's like a giant newsflash. How you're going to feel isn't up to chance. How you're going to feel is based on what you think. So you can actually decide ahead of time that no matter what that turkey tastes like, you're going to enjoy your day. You can decide in advance that no matter what shenanigans take place with your family, you're going to be grateful for your family. The thing is that if you don't decide ahead of time, if you don't think about this in advance, there's a possibility that old habits will kick in, lack of patience will win, and you will disconnect and react to something like the dry turkey on autopilot. The second thing you can do is to close your eyes and imagine that feeling, the feeling that you want to feel. Maybe feeling gratitude, maybe feeling relaxed, maybe simply feeling happy. Ask yourself, what would you have to think to create this feeling? The idea is that if you're clear about how you want to feel, then you can also be clear about what you would have to think to create that feeling. Feelings come from thoughts. For example, let's say you wanted to feel relaxed. You love feeling that way when you're surrounded by family and friends. You know that worrying about the food doesn't make you feel relaxed. Thinking that you can't relax doesn't help either. But when you think, I love having time to spend with my family, you feel relaxed. So that is your go-to thought. The third thing you can do is to remind yourself to practice your intentional thought. Yes, really. When you catch yourself feeling riled up about something that's not quite right, remember to think this thought. When your mother-in-law says something about your meal that rubs you the wrong way, remember this thought. When your kids run from the table to watch football without taking their plates to the dishwasher, remember this thought. When no one remembers to compliment you for making the most delicious turkey in the world, the whole wide world, remember this thought. When one of your favorite crystal wine glasses gets knocked over and smashes on the floor, remember this thought. It's a simple strategy, but it works. The thing is, you'll be super busy. So how will you remember? I want to suggest the old-fashioned way, little sticky notes in strategic places, perhaps around the kitchen when you're cooking, like in the spice cupboard. You'll see it. Or maybe when you open the fridge, there'll be a sticky note on the milk carton. Or in the bathroom, like maybe in your cosmetic bag, so you'll see it when you're getting ready. Trust me, your little reminders to yourself about how you can create a day without regrets will feel like little hugs to yourself. The ultimate way to have your own back. The ultimate way to make sure that you make the memories you want to make. And as a woman in the middle, you owe it to yourself to prioritize the things you really want to do and the feelings you really want to feel. If you want more gratitude, you can feel more gratitude. You want more love, you can feel more love. No matter the holiday or the situation, you can be more intentional about it. No matter what, where, or when. 
You can be more intentional about the experience that you want to have. You can work on improving your own skills, your own skills to create what you want to create. Believe it or not, you can work on changing your mind on purpose to create what you want on purpose. That's what living intentionally is all about. Every time I say living intentionally, I think of Oprah. <laughs> like I should have a picture of Oprah here in my cedar closet where I make this podcast. I think I'm going to do that because I just love that we can really learn to be more intentional about our lives. So why not think Oprah? She's one of the women who really made that concept more accessible to more people. And that's what mindfulness is all about. So, my wonderful women in the middle, happy holidays wherever you are and whatever they are. I'll be thinking about you and, of course, those yummy potatoes. Let me know how it all goes. And if you find that you want more help, I put together a simple three-step guide to regret-proof your holidays. These steps will work for whatever holiday you might be celebrating. It doesn't really matter because what we're talking about here really is food, folks, and fun. And of course, all of the drama and exhaustion that goes with it. So you can download it for free. All you have to do is go to www.susierosenstein.com forward slash holidays. That's susierosenstein.com forward slash holidays. And you can grab your copy there. I'll put the address in the show notes as well. So don't you worry. Life is just too short to waste time being frustrated and worried about having regrets. I've got you covered. No worries. So thanks so much for listening and have an amazing week. Thanks for listening to this episode of Women in the Middle. If you liked what you heard and want more, head over to womeninthemiddlepodcast.com slash guide to download a free actionable guide that will help you break out of your midlife funk and start living the life you want. Music